0: Well, welcome to The Journey. Um, my name is Kevin Polkey, and I am the host of The Journey. Um, the last few weeks, we have had a series of guests that have come on and share, um, essentially shared not only their story of the journey that they are on, called life, but equally important, they share their life's work on their journey. Um combination of of the last couple of guests that stand out to me, uh, of Greg Young uh, with his work with critical incident stress management and working with first responders as well as others, and Dr. Uh, Terrence Lichtenwald as a forensic psychologist and school psychologist and clinical psychologist and the work that he has been most passionate about um, uh, throughout his life when he was um actively working as well as both of them in their um, retirement and as they continued contributing uh to our lives and and the and the greater society today I want to uh, focus on uh, in this particular reflection uh, the idea that in our in our Lifetime in our time period, at least for me, I have never, uh, never been in a time period where there, there was so much, pretty easy access to information. Um, I, you know, probably like many people, we may be uh, family gathered around, and someone may ask something, or Diane and I are watching some series or show, and a question pops up. That we, neither one of us may have the answer to, and I or Diane can immediately go to our phone, Google what the question is, and we can get an answer. Sometimes it may be an age of the actual age of an actor, or maybe it could be uh, what was the inspiration behind a particular uh, movie or series that, that we're watching. And when we ask a very specific question to uh, Google or, or whatever it may be, we may be able to get uh, an answer to that very specific question, such as the, a couple weeks ago, uh, Sierra was with us um, because her fiance was out of town and, and she wasn't feeling well. And so we ended up going and, and re-watching for the first time for her and Diane and I re-watching Uh, John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever and the sequel to that, Staying Alive, and then later followed up with Urban Cowboy. And the question came up, how old is John Travolta? Very specific question. And we could search that and find that answer. Other questions may not necessarily be as specific. And so a lot of different information may come up. I guess my point being is at this time period. Maybe more so than any other time period in our society, it's not a lack of access to information or a lack of information. It's how do we discern what information uh, what information is our truth or, or will give us the truth. And I think this is probably one of those harder, harder questions to answer. What is truth? Because based upon someone or some institution's perception or motivation or benefit, they may very well give information based upon that side of the equation. So, So what can we do in the midst of so much information and and not that there's a lack of that information, but it's really how do we decipher how do we discern what information actually fits and will help uh, continue us to to grow and and develop? I think for me, it goes back to it goes back to me being able to be grounded and being present right now. You've heard me talk many times about, you know, the dwelling on and getting fixated on about something that's happened, has already happened, regardless of I perceive that it was good or bad, and being stuck in something that was before right now, or getting stuck thinking about something that may happen in the future, Regardless of that, that's something to look forward to or something to fear and be concerned about that may or may not happen in the future. That in both cases, that that really maybe the only thing I have is just being right here and right now. It was interesting. I had a situation that that came up. And it was a reminder of me, reminder for me, um, of this possible lesson of not being present. Uh, Diane and I were driving back with uh, Diane's sister, Delinda, and her husband, Rob, and we were driving back um, from uh, spending some time with our our friends, just having pizza and, and conversation and it was it was fairly early in the evening and and so but it was dark because it was in april and um we had just turned off the uh the highway onto an off ramp and then we're going to turn onto a to a main street and we were going to turn left to that main street and in my mind i was already thinking about to get to their house to drop them off that two lights after I turn left that I'm going to have to turn right. And already thinking about dropping them off and then thinking about, you know, because it was early that I would still have time to, you know, uh, uh, to do a couple things around the house and if nothing else, just maybe watch a show at at the house and and just kind of, just kind of, just relax. Um, As I was turning left after the light turned green, I was already merging into the right hand lane and as i did that uh diana rob as i saw in my side mirror said "Ooh, watch out and what then i saw in my rearview mirror were lights that obviously the car that was to my right that i had not been aware of uh, was a police officer So now, pulling over to the side of the road, this was what was most present. It had been, let's see, it had been maybe 33, maybe 34 years ago was the last time that I had been um, pulled over, though... Uh, being aware that this could happen, even though it hadn't happened for 34 years, I had my insurance card and registration and my and my driver's license ready available as the police officer came up to the window. Um, I knew what mistake I had made. And he very much wanted to, not after looking at my insurance registration, want to take my uh, driver's license back to... Uh, See if I had any priors. As I'm sitting there, there's adrenaline going through uh, my system. Um, not only was I embarrassed because of what I had, what I had, had done, but obviously the the possibility of getting getting a ticket for this as well. Long story short, what ended up happening is that the police officer uh, gave me a warning and didn't give me a ticket um, for improper lane usage. After dropping Rob and Dylan off and going home, and then you know doing a couple things, in my mind, I had even though I had been on this 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 intersection, uh, this off ramp turning onto this road numerous times and turned left numerous times, I was questioning if there was a double lane turning to turn left. I, I wondered to myself, why had I not even seen the car next to me when we were at the stoplight, let alone that it was a police officer? That that as I was turning, that it e- easily could have been a bigger problem. It could have been an accident. The fact that it was a police officer made a, a, an incident that happened just a few weeks earlier that I had done the same thing at a different intersection with Diane in the car. And she pointed out, were you, were you not seeing that? Now, as I mentioned, I have not been pulled over, or had a ticket in 34 years. Now that streak though, I had a warning was still, is still current. But what is the bigger story for me, for me, outside of the embarrassment, outside of of being inconvenienced because of my mistake, what was the bigger lesson for me to look at? And I think for me, the bigger lesson, at least so far, is that that has been a tendency, even though I know better, regarding about just being in the moment, at that particular time period, I had already been thinking about, as I was turning left, already thinking about two stoplights away, about turning right. For me, I think that is what happens many times in my life, is that I'm thinking that I'm preparing ahead while I'm not being present, and then setting myself up for possibly some type of situation this by far was just as a police officer had written it was a warning will I heed that warning for me not always but at least in this time that I'm internalizing that as as an opportunity to learn to increase my awareness to to be, more present, not just specifically when I'm driving, but then also in other areas of my life, because symbolically, I just, I think that's where it happened to be, but I think it's much more as reflective in other areas of my life, that this warning was really an opportunity to learn, maybe even a greater, greater lesson. Would I have learned it even more if I would have gotten a ticket? Maybe, maybe not. For me, I know that it wasn't the police officer's fault or anybody else's. It was definitely me not being present and not following what I know as being very much a guiding rule of the road. More importantly, the fact that I wasn't cognizant of the car next to me and i was already 50 yards ahead of where i need to be i think sometimes with all the information that we have coming at us and wanting to not have bad things happen with the little things that i can be that i can control by just being aware and just being in the present I think maybe I can practice start. I can practice by just starting to do that. Just be where I'm at right now. Does that mean that I'm not going to prepare for something? You know, if I'm doing a talk, I'm going to pre- need to prepare for that on a Saturday. If I'm doing a talk on a Wednesday, absolutely need to take the time right now to prepare for something that I'm going to have to do in a few days. But then I need to just be preparing at that time, not trying to do two or three things at the same time. Also, when things happen, how can those things be the warning? How can it be a lesson in which to learn and then make choices afterwards to navigate, to make different or maybe more life-giving decisions? As always, I appreciate you being here. Um, If there's something that came up for you as I was sharing this, um, thoughts or reflecting on um, just incidents that happened in my life, um, please, I would encourage you to share those because you never know who may need to hear them. Look forward to being with you next week.